0: Today's episode of First Look ETF is brought to you by the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. To hear from experts across the ETF market, visit homeofetfs.com. NYSE has sponsored this production by ETF Guide LLC for illustrative, informational, and educational purposes only, without regard to any particular investor's objectives, financial situation, or circumstances. NYSE neither represents nor warrants the accuracy or correctness of any of the statements in the production, which has been independently assembled by ETF Guide LLC and with whom sole editorial control rests. NYSE makes no recommendation as to possible benefits from any securities or trading strategies, and this production is not a recommendation recommendation. recommendation, offer, or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or engage in any trading strategy. Prior to the execution of a purchase or sale of any security, you are advised to consult with your own advisors.
1: Dividend income in today's yield-starved climate is still priority for many investors. In this episode, we will examine one underappreciated segment of the income market. Plus, we will look at a new actively managed ETF that targets dividend-paying small and mid-cap stocks right here on First Look ETF Extra. Stick around. Everybody, I'm Katie Temple with ETF Guide. Thanks so much for joining us. If it's your first time watching, hit the subscribe button and hit that comment section below to talk to us. We love hearing from our audience. We've got a lot of ground to cover on today's show, so let's get right to it. Is high income in a low yield world still possible? And what's behind the upswing in foreign stocks? And will it last? Here to talk about us with that and much more is one of our favorites lance mcgray head of etfs at advisors asset management hi katie
2: thanks for having me
1: okay let's begin with a newly launched etf it's the aam ball and gainer small mid-cap income growth etf ticker smig which is timed very well because over the past year mid and small cap stocks have outperformed their large cap peers smig is an actively managed etf how does it select stocks and who might this fund appeal to, Lance?
2: Hi, uh, yes, and thanks. So so SMIG, um, as, as this product uh, goes by by the New York Stock Exchange ticker, SMIG, um, it is an actively managed ETF. And with that said, it's it's really important to understand um, the subadvisor or the asset manager behind the strategy. In this instance, this is one of our our, our longest-standing partners here, at Advisors Asset Management, All and Gainer, which is a, a dividend. Uh, growth manager. Uh, they were founded in 1990. And uh, their philosophy is, is quite simple. It's that dividends pay dividends. And as of 930, they had about $50 billion in assets under management or supervision. And uh, a very interesting fact about Ball and Gainer is that they're 100% employee owned. Um, so that that's a very interesting tidbit about Ball and Gainer. Now, getting back to this strategy, um, as you can imagine, uh, the SMIG, Small and Mid-Cap Income Growth, it's a strategy that focuses on high-quality companies that typically produce steady earnings and then obviously dividend growth as well. Now, with that said, there there's three major areas or three main objectives of this ETF SMIG. The first is growth of income, right? As I mentioned, this is a dividend growth strategy. So Paul and Gaynor, the sub-advisor, is trying to identify those companies that can grow, not only pay dividends, but grow those dividends consistently over time. Um, number two is downside protection, right? So this product seeks to provide um, downside protection against its broad-based peers. Um, and then finally, it's capital appreciation. This is an equity product, this is small and mid-cap. And as you did mention, uh, small and mid-caps have been performing relatively well as of late, despite you know underperforming over the last five to six years. So again, As the market evolves, as potentially the economy comes back, um, as we sort of potentially put COVID behind us, there are a lot of opportunities in small and mid-cap space, and this is a fantastic opportunity to uh, jump on board with an ETF that is managed by a very well-known dividend growth manager. Quite honestly, that is um, looking for opportunities in the small and mid-cap space instead of rather Um, just buying a a very plain-jane, smaller uh, mid-cap, cap-weighted passive product.
1: Debates about yield income are usually centered around equity yields versus bond yields. And then there's the preferred securities, which are a blend of both. The AAM, low-duration preferred and income securities, ETF ticker PFLD, is a rising star in the preferred market. Plus, it pays monthly income. Can you give us an update on PFLD?
2: Yeah. So uh, in the first question, we talked about SMIG, our newest product offering. Uh, PFLD is our fastest growing ETF. And in fact, on a year to date basis, um, its assets are up over 900%. We started the year roughly around nine or $10 million. And we just surpassed $100 million on Friday. We came out with a press release earlier this week, and we're really excited about PFLD because of what it brings to the table, right? And we've seen a tremendous amount of growth into PFLD because it is the only low-duration preferred product that is currently available. And the question is, well, what does that mean and why is it important and why are people sort of migrating to this type of product? And and the short answer is because it offers a very, very unique combination of a high, meaningful, and tax-efficient income with very low interest rate risk. So as you mentioned, This is a preferred product. Um, They are hybrid securities. They often do um, offer higher income levels uh, versus their their fears on the traditional fixed income side. Um, So the current SEC yield of this product as of 1031 was 5.16. And the effective duration, so the option adjusted duration or interest rate sensitivity is only about 1.15. So again, you get a very interesting, very unique combination of a high income level, right? Not only pre, but also post-tax um, um, because of preferreds and the fact that the majority of them are QDI. So you're getting taxed at the prefer- uh, preferable uh, tax treatment, um, but you also have low sensitivity to rising rates. And in this environment, that is very, very appealing for those income seeking investors that are worried um, about sourcing meaningful income and also the impacts of potentially having rising rates as well. So, again, this is a product that is, is, um, you know, uh, creating a lot of stir in the marketplace um, and one that we are awfully excited about heading into 2022 with the current market environment.
1: The AAM S&P 500 High Dividend Value ETF, ticker SPDV, follows S&P 500 stocks with a high dividend value orientation. Unlike many of its peers, SPDV does not concentrate market risk in one or two industry sectors. How is SPDV able to deliver yield while managing portfolio risk?
2: Yes, and, and SVDB is one of the one of our uh, three ETFs within our high dividend value suite. Our other products are DMDV, which is developed markets XUS, and also EEMD, which is an emerging market version. And all these products follow essentially the same S and P underlying index methodology. And, and really, what really separates this product apart and the way that it's able to achieve um, such a high income level. Um, while also offering other benefits, as you mentioned, sector diversification is its very unique index um, criteria and methodology. And while it's very unique, it's also very simple. It's a a strategy that uh, I like to say, it's a common sense solution to some of the problems that people face when they're looking for dividend income solutions. And a perfect example of that, as you mentioned, is the sector diversification. Now, when it comes to dividend investing, um, quite often uh, investors take unintentional uh, sector bets um, when uh, when they're getting into dividend products because certain sectors pay um, higher dividend income levels than other sectors. Um, In our product, in SPDV, along with the other uh, two products, we, we try to eliminate that sector exposure by selecting five securities from each gig sector. Now, those securities are selected based on the idea that we want the securities that have the highest dividend yield and highest free cash flow yield. So not only are we, we're not reaching for yield per se, and we're not necessarily looking just for dividend growth. We're trying to identify five stocks in each big sector that are offering the best combination of those two. So you're getting a high yield. You're getting a company that's generating a lot of positive cash flow, you're getting a company that is attractively valued, and those are equally weighted across all 55 securities. So getting back to the sector diversification, and this is key, um, this is a strategy that will never be overweight. You will never have, say, 30 or 40 percent into the technology sector. You're going to have a very um, broad-based equity exposure of high dividend sustainable dividend-paying companies across all 11 gig sectors. And in a time like this, with rates are rising um, while, while growth is sort of um, on the brink, um, this is a fantastic strategy to potentially tone down your te- technology exposure um, that you would have in an otherwise market cap-weighted index while also having a fairly high concentration of about 55 securities, um, and, and which could potentially offer some Uh, meaningful, potentially, capital appreciation down the line as well.
1: One last question, Lance, before we let you go. Financial advisors like to know what other advisors are doing. There continues to be a ton of interest in dividend income strategies by their clients. What else are you seeing trend-wise with how advisors are allocating client investments?
2: I would say the majority of the conversations that we've had specifically in the last week and obviously the last few days has been around inflation, has been around rising rates, right? We all saw the, the news out uh, yesterday, you know, inflation numbers have hit the 31-year high, interest rates are likely to be moving forward. Um, and that is something that's front and center on the minds and, and the, the uh, thoughts of, of many when they're constructing portfolios. And I think this just gets back to our, pretty much our entire lineup here at AAM on the ETF front. And that's a portfolio or a portfolio of solutions that is helping investors, helping advisors meet their income challenges while trying to navigate these these very challenging times. And we go back to PFLD and the fact that, you know, assets are up 900%. That's a very, very attractive solution in this type of envi- environment with, with the potential for higher rising rates um, and negative impacts on traditional fixed income strategies, but also an SEC yield of 5.16, which is very, very attractive. Um, so getting back to your question, it's really about where do we go from here? How can we source additional income? How can we help protect our portfolio from the impacts of potentially rising rates going forward? And um, that's something that's certainly front and center for a lot of the advisors that we are in front of on a daily basis.
1: Lance, as always, thanks so much for being here. We really appreciate your insights.
2: Uh, Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Make sure that you go check out the ETF lineup at Advisors Asset Management. Go to aamlive.com. That link will be below in the descriptions. Also, don't forget to subscribe to ETF Guide TV. We'd love to hear what you think of this show, ETF Battles, and our other programming. And you can also find us on Twitter at ETF Guide. Thanks everybody for joining us here on First Look ETF Extra. I'm Katie Temple, and we sure look forward to seeing you next time.
0: Today's episode of First Look ETF is brought to you by the New York Stock Exchange, the home of ETFs. To hear from experts across the ETF market, visit homeofetfs.com. NYSE has sponsored this production by ETF Guide LLC for illustrative, informational, and educational purposes only, without regard to any particular investor's objectives, financial situation, or circumstances. NYSE neither represents nor warrants the accuracy or correctness of any of the statements in the production. Which has been independently assembled by ETF Guide LLC and with whom sole editorial control rests. NYSE makes no recommendation as to possible benefits from any securities or trading strategies, and this production is not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or engage in any trading strategy. Prior to the execution of a purchase or sale of any security, you are advised to consult with your own advisors.